Tech NSW. Right, it's a it's a Wednesday today. It is soccer night, and thank you so much for being a part of this journey. It will be a very very busy show, but also uh, make friends with our WhatsApp voice note number oh six oh five eight four double two five zero. You might need it. Uh, there's plenty of football, like we've mentioned this evening. We'll get down to the nuts and bolts of what's going to be happening uh, within the football sphere. Uh, there's also going to be a certain gentleman by the name, and he's a chairman of Chipper United. He'll be with us in studio shortly. But we promised you yesterday uh, the update regarding Safa versus ABC Matsipa League, uh, something that we've all been looking forward to hearing, what's going to be happening, seven clubs uh, from around the country uh, basically taking Safa to arbitration following the decision for that early closure uh, to the 2019-2020 ABC Matsipa League season. Now, the Eastern Cape version of the league was still very much up for grabs uh, from what we could see on the log tables. And with the Bondo Chiefs top of the log, they had, what, 47 points from 22 games. Only one point ahead of Spear of the Nation, uh, who had a game in hand, um, and also Mata Milan, uh, who were also third with 45 points from 22 uh, games. Now, on Monday, you heard what the club representatives had to say when they were chatting to us right here on MSW. Now, this afternoon, the arbitration ruling was awarded. And to get an update, I'm joined uh, by the SAFA CEO, Mr. Advocate Debojo Mutlante. Um, Safa CEO, good evening and welcome to MSW. Uh, good evening to you, Rob, and the listeners. It's a simple one from my side. What's the latest? Uh, the arbitration award uh, came out today. And uh, Advocate Epstein, Hilton Epstein SC, has uh, dismissed the application for arbitration. And one must be open to say that it was uh, dismissed based on uh, points in limine which our legal rep has presented. And uh, he found out that uh, the fact that uh, the clubs uh, failed to enjoy uh, the clubs which were going to be affected by the decision uh, Will, will not uh, make him to arrive at a fair decision because, well, they are challenging a decision which has already other people are having expectations. So it's just a legal thing to say when I want to complain about you, I cannot cite a uh, radio, I cannot cite SADC and not cite you because you don't have a chance to also give uh, uh, your side of the story. I think it was just on that uh, issue, uh, Rob. But as the association, uh, and I think uh, the members of Competitions Committee, National Executive Committee, they believe that uh, the case, uh, the decision has been fair and just. And even if it was to go to the merit, uh, from the legal opinion of God, uh, we were standing a good chance. So the, the main thing, and 
I am glad that you're equally a legal eagle as an advocate, uh, Mr. Motlantem, uh, to break it down to layman's terms. So when Hilton Epstein, advocate as well, dismissed all of this, he, he said, and I just want you to go through what you've mentioned, that the clubs failed to enjoy what? To enjoy uh, the teams which uh, the decision has declared to be number one. So on that Maybe. basis... It was it, it was it was dismissed. Yes, uh, there were three points which were raised by our legal representative, Rob. Mm-hmm. One, it was that uh, the application is late because the decision was taken and they they only appealed the decision twenty days after that. We all know that uh, the rules are clear that every decision you are not happy with it must be appealed within uh, twenty within seventy two hours or at least seven days, so that was not done. Then the second thing which our our our, our, our legal rep raised was that PAJA does not apply because the reliance of clubs was on public administration, uh, public justice administration, which was uh, debated in the Ndoro matter. And the third thing was the joinder issue that uh, the clubs are not enjoined and we are going to take a decision which will end up affecting them uh, and it's a legal decision. So he found for us on uh, on, on one and uh, the one on Paja, he dismissed it and said, yes, uh, the clubs have the right and then Dorothy, he agrees that it gives uh, Paja to apply on the decisions because their decisions as arbitrators are reviewable by the court of law. And you would have not wanted to go the legal route, would you? No, no, we we, we, we did not want uh, to go that route. Look at uh, our our system. That's why uh, when the gentlemen were in your studio and said, uh, no, we are just going there. The arbitration was not made today because of this case. It has been there in the Constitution. And I think I need to take uh, you through that. Look, these are independent senior counsels. The association have lost cases in front of Advocate uh, Epstein. I've lost two cases I appeared before him. The Safa Etequin, which everyone knows about, he ruled in favor of them against the association because the association was wrong. So we always believe in that system that these are independent people. That panel was not made for this case. The panel existed a long time ago. And what do you do as the association? When you get uh, the list, when you get the, <laughs> the request for arbitration, you look at who's available. So we gave them three arbitrators based on their availability and the agency of the matter out of the list of 20 we had. And like I said, it is senior councils who have their reputation to protect. We have lost many cases before in front of arbitrators. There is a club which was uh, reinstated in Limbobo by an arbitrator because it said, Safa, you were wrong here. So we went there and uh, fortunate enough, I was not arguing even our case. We had appointed Advocate Arendt to then argue our case, and he, he raised those legal points there. Have you heard from the club owners in terms of the outcome? Is there still any legal recourse that they have, or is this now it? Of course, Rob. Uh, we, we, and I'm going to, to speak uh, based on rules and regulations and the Constitution. Mm. They've gone to arbitration. The arbitration was dismissed for the reason which has been dismissed. I have not heard to clubs because we then communicate with their legal representative. He's now having the ruling. 
and they are the ones who need to decide on the next course of action. Of course, everyone has a right in the country to exercise that course, but our our issue is it must be in line with the statutes, and uh, one will say they need to check on their alternatives. I don't want to sound like I'm closing them out, Rob. That's what I'm saying. They need to look at the statutes, and if they still think uh, that there is a way to go, they can go that route. One of the issues, as you would know, Mr. McClenty, was the fact that them being unhappy with the season ending the way you called it, Asafa, but then not relegating at the bottom seemed to be an issue. And yet something completely the opposite was happening at the lower division uh, where they were able then to play their games to finality. Would those be any grounds that they can stand on to say, well, if if they're not going to be relegating, then surely we need to be winning? Uh, Rob, I think, one, we, we, we should not uh, deal with this in isolation uh, with what uh, the, re- the reality is. I've been here, I mentioned to you that the first uh, point of the association was to have the games played to a finish. Right. And when when the regulations delayed, Rob, it made it impossible. There was a program, and I'm happy they alluded it to you. And even during consultations, where I was not part of, but the report I get was that in some provinces, it was raised that it's going to be an expensive exercise. Why are we not calling off the season? But SAFA did not take that as a first uh, uh, decision. It gave clubs, this is uh, the program we are going to follow. Then when the regulations came, it said you need to test. And I think we need to clarify that because most of those who are saying uh, who are number two are saying, no, we were going to afford it. But what about the rest 16? Were they going to afford it? And the rationale was not only on the question of testing and affordability. You were not going to test and people go back to the community. Are we having that uh, capacity to then quarantine? And the question, the answer will be saying no because you are running an amateur league. Players must go to school, players must go to work, players must continue with their lives and go back to their families. So was it going to be wise to test them? And the question, the answer is no again. We engaged the government and the association. And unfortunately, they only came to a decision to say amateur football can resume. And instead of testing, you can screen after the National Executive Committee has taken a decision. And we were running out of time, Rob, because the reality is the league, before it indicated, will be starting on this date. We, as the member association, wrote to FIFA and say, our window period will be closing on the 30th of October. But when we saw that it was impossible for the teams in the ABC to be promoted, we then went back and said to uh, FIFA, we are asking you to extend till 30 November. You must know that it then gives even the PSL, uh, the your first division, now they have... Uh, the chance to register your premier division, then you have extended their time because of the challenges you have. And in terms of regulations of FIFA, you cannot extend it twice. So the NEC and the competitions committee were faced with two decisions uh, uh, wrong. Either to nullify the season, to be selfish and nullify the season and say, no, whatever you have done is null and void. Or to look at the impact of promoting two teams. And uh, that impact will be their players will benefit because they will get professional contracts. And we know the unemployment rate in this country. And these players, 
they, are, they then become the sole providers for their family. So I think the association took uh, the issue of measuring economic impact of nullifying uh, vis-a-vis the few people who will benefit there. And unfortunately, Rob, in any decision, you will not, even if it was nullified, people are still going to fight. So every decision you take, you must know that no, it will not be supported by all. Of course, it had its own challenges. I heard you talking about the Eastern Cape scenario. Mm-hmm. But of course, once a decision is taken, what do you do? Do you then say, no, no, uh, but Eastern Cape is like this. Then you're going to open. The free state one will say, no, but I'm one point behind. But reality is the impact of COVID had affected clubs and they raised that even in their consultation because others were even saying, are you going to open registration? And we all know the rules does not allow that because of that impact of COVID. So for, 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 for the association, I think it took that decision, having considered all factors, but we must not forget that the first point, and clubs who were there had said it to Europe, or maybe that the association had always said will play. But when it became impossible that will meet the deadline, it was then going to be not, uh, it was going to be useless to play people and not promote them because the registration window would have closed. The one thing that you said, and, and, and maybe I want your, your quick opinion about this, um, CEO, um, that late filing, it, it, it's, it's quite bizarre that it was done 20 days later, um, as you say. And it, it's one of the rulings that, that came through and the severe prejudice as well that may result uh, and, and, and I think the judgment highlighted that they will argue that it's not just and equitable to set aside that decision and to remit the matter back to SAFA for reconsideration. Did you get any sense of why they only submitted 20 days later when they were aware of this, obviously, 20 days prior? Well, the, the, the legal representative says, uh, well, we were looking for documents and SAFA did not give us documents, but we responded to all their letters. When they first wrote, we told them that uh, the committee took, uh, it was a virtual meeting given the COVID challenges, and we explained to them the processes. But Rob, the arbitrator said it's neither here nor there because what you needed to do is, you know, I have a timeline. I must meet the timeline and seek whatever I seek after I've complied. Mm. So the reason which they put forward was they were waiting for documents, and they also raised another factor up to say uh, they were doing a nationwide uh, thing because he, he, people are in different provinces. But our legal rep said to them, but you know, COVID has given us a new opportunity to then use virtual meetings. Why didn't you then do virtually? Because even though we want to exaggerate and say it's a national thing, but uh, roughly it's only four provinces involved. Is uh, Cape Western Cape in particular, the Cape Town region, is three clubs. It's KwaZulu Natal, Etequini, it's one club. It's Free State, from Tabo Mufuzanyana, you have one club. And Eastern Cape, you have two clubs, one from Buffalo City and one from uh, uh, from, from, from Alpha Jinzo. So you, you literally have uh, four provinces. So when people say it's a nationwide thing, majority of the provinces are not participating in this. It's only four provinces. So the arbitrator said, uh, you know, our, our, our legal rep said, you could have done it virtually if you wanted mandate from them. So their excuses were somehow wanting error.
Mm-hmm. And I guess one of the most asked questions, though, CEO, before I give you a couple of voice notes that are coming through, uh, also equally posing questions, is that did SAFA consult the clubs regarding the decisions? Uh, Rob, the South African Football Association had uh, Dr. Nguenya, Mr. Mulungi Singame, our head of competition, together with the provincial rep, having meetings in all provinces. It was when we anticipated that in level one, at least the regulations would have eased. But they gave their own. That's what I'm saying. In other provinces, they were even saying, why don't we call over the season and focus on the new season and let number ones go? That's what, that's the report I get, uh, Rob, because I was not part of those meetings. But yes, there was consultation. All right, let's listen to a couple of voice notes. Um, I think one of the club uh, owners as well is on the line to give his reaction to this. But firstly, uh, let's give you a chance. 0605 Hi, Rob, it's the book here. A bit concerned with uh, SAFA uh, in terms of uh, uh, the manner in which they manage the affairs of football and how they make inconsistent rulings. Uh, I'm saying this, Rob, because uh, ABC Municipal League will be concluded, uh, has been concluded in the boardroom, but uh, we know that uh, SAB and other LFA uh, Super Leagues will be concluded in the field of play. I just need to find out from the uh, advocate why there's so many inconsistencies in as far as uh, resumption of football uh, is concerned, Rob. Thanks. Rob, Uchiko uh, Emden. Uh, hi, Auspef. Look, Rob, Advocate Mutlante is leading an, an organization which is the FA of this country. But in layman terms, simple, and he does not need to bring his legal uh, expertise here. The public just wants to know what guided the decision by SAFA to pronounce that number one of all the streams be declared as the leaders of all the streams and to go to the playoffs if a big if there are teams that still stand a good chance of toppling up those number ones he just need to explain that to the masses i listen on the radio thank you uh, good afternoon rob uh, i failed to understand uh, this thing uh, with uh, what is happening especially uh, junior ranks of SAFA. Uh, I don't know, it has never happened before, where you declare a winner, where there are still games uh, left to be played, and it's a, it's a close neck, uh, the difference of points, it's, it's, it's quite slim. Uh, I think SAFA, the whole SAFA is, is a mess, Rob. Uh, the last time SAFA was ran professionally, it was when uh, we had uh, the late Sticks Murewa as a president. Now it's, 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 it's a Mickey Mouse place, it's a spaza. 
unfortunately they should get their act together and it's so painful uh, people invest their monies uh, their time and everything to run their their teams professionally but unfortunately uh, the body is not uh, uh, professional it's a, it's an amateurish body safa as a whole uh, it's said, my brother, soccer is dying, especially junior ranks, whereas we, we need development from there. Uh, it's Dumsane Broncos spread. I just hope they, 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 this thing is not going to repeat again, sadly. All right, lots of varied opinions there, but I think um, all not favorable to your side, Advocate Motlande. How do you respond to those voice notes in, in their totality? Look, uh, like I said, uh, every decision you take uh, will be informed by rules and regulations. There is a question of what was considered by the competitions committee because this is a committee which took a decision. Uh, they've evolved uh, regulations. They've looked at uh, the possibilities of finishing the season. And like I said, it, was, it went down to either uh, nullifying the season or going this route. Of course, this route has its own advantages and disadvantages. And like I said, everyone will not be happy. But as the association, we strive to run through the rules and regulations. And even what is happening on the lower leagues, the SAB, the regional leagues, uh, Rob, each and every region is running in terms of the rules and regulations. And we, we still open everyone who is not happy with the decision. We, we are there to listen and address because it is not quite honest to say others are playing, Others are this. Each and every region has made its own decision. And, uh, of course, if people are not happy, the Constitution gives them a leeway to challenge the region. There was a voice note that says, why the inconsistencies on the resumption of football? Rob, each and every case has its own merit. And, of course, uh, the decision-makers from one place to the other will always uh, differ with their opinions. But what we are saying, the standard procedure is that it must comply with rules and regulations, and those decisions uh, should be consistent with our rules and regulations. And, of course, uh, what you have also said about uh, the role players being consulted, I think in some cases it's the role players who go and say, this is what we want to see happening. And as servants, the regional leadership uh, then take that. So to say Safa is a bit amateurish is because people don't want to read the rules. It's because uh, people have, if you don't support a decision, you see everything wrong with it. When you get labeled as a mafia association, how do you accept that? No, no, I, I do not, uh, Rob. I, I do not because, you see, in, in state, if you look at uh, the whole thing, the association which is doing things in that transparent manner, it has been the South African Football Association. We never do things in corners. That's why when you need me, Rob, and uh, we are here open for public scrutiny, there is no mafia which does that. And the reason to say I'm a mafia it is said that I'm dodging some of the questions. But I think I've answered you. Exactly what you have answered me, what we have mm. asked. Uh, okay, let me just quickly before we we have to disappear on this issue. Um, I just wanted to get his reaction to this. Um, the Kappa Sporting Chairman Sean Peterson uh, is equally listening to this quite closely. Sean, thank you so much uh, for your time. Good evening. Welcome. Your reaction. Good evening, Rob. Good evening, listeners. Um, <clears throat> Rob, um, I just want to. 
go back to the, the listener who, who asked the question earlier of the inconsistency. Yeah. Um, and may, maybe that was our, our biggest concern from the start, was the inconsistency. Um, I agree with Mr. Muslante that, you know, each and every league has its own rules and regulations. But in saying that, um, it's all governed by SAFA. So the problem we had was the principle of the matter, not anything else. And, and, and that is the main thing we contested. Um, you know, to get a ruling from arbitration against us by the virtue of the fact that we never joined the nine clubs that are going to, to, to playoffs is, is pretty absurd. Um, uh, our question is, how could we have joined with those clubs who, who you know, have, have, have the benefit of getting an opportunity to play for promotion? And um, it doesn't really make sense. Um, our, our case wasn't even given the opportunity to be heard on the basis of technicalities. But, but in saying that, for us, the principle of this whole matter was wrong. And yeah. um, by the virtue of the fact that we were only eight clubs, four of the Western Cape alone, um, it's, it's, it's really on, 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 on the basis that clubs couldn't afford to take on, on, on this kind of thing. There we've... We we were we got a ruling against us. We are liable now to all the legal cost um, for the arbitrator and um, the council of SAFA, um, which we, we which we accept. Uh, but you you know you tell you ask me uh, how will the other clubs? Um, um, they were so we were in con- contact with so many clubs, um, mm. they couldn't afford it. So you know we we stood up not for ourselves. You know the council said last night. Of SAFA that there was two clubs that, that, that had commercial interest in this matter. Sorry, Sean, just, just on that, when you say that you, you, you didn't stand up for yourselves, please keep that in the back of your mind. Thank you. Hashtag MSW. Rosanna from Freedom Park. Just want to comment on Safa's issue. It's uh, it's quite sad that uh, they run their business like a spaza shop. Worst part of it, uh, Limpopo Safa, it's words, way, way too worse. It's, it's not so good, man. Uh, sure, sure, Tamarawa, it's a Mugushe here. Uh, Tamarawa, you know what? Uh, since uh, Mr. Mutlant is listening, we need to voice out our frustrations. Mr. Mutlanti, South African football is not your household with your friends there. I'm sorry if I'm, I'm coming off as disrespectful, but people's lives are dependent on these decisions. And you guys have been taking bad decisions all year, throughout the year. And then, and Funu Uba accountable. These teams, these owners are paying their heart and money to run these clubs and you can't even run uh, you can't even develop our football correctly the only thing is you you trust your arbitrate and how can an arbitrator that works for you go against you i man no south africa man good evening you know covid 19 has made everyone make uh, some cornered the decisions that they've been cornered when making them you know everybody made difficult decisions and sometimes 
most see them as the wrong decisions. You know, Mr. Marawa, in this saga, man, it's so difficult. It's difficult because you know what? Testing players for Corona again, it's expensive. We all know that one, Mr. Marawa. It's Moses Mukwena of Hamukwakwaila. Thank you. Thank you, Moses. Thank you as well to all the voice notes that uh, keep coming through. It's an issue that's very close to a lot of people's hearts, and you can tell from the emotions uh, that are derived in all of the voice notes that keep coming through on 0605842250. Uh, we do have on the line Sean Peterson, who's the Kappa Sporting Chairman. Uh, Debochom Atlant is the CEO of the South African Football Association. I'll give him a chance as well to respond uh, to some of the voice notes and also to what uh, Sean has been saying. Thanks for your understanding, Sean. Uh, let's pick it up on the fact that you were saying that you're not doing this for yourselves. Robert, we're not doing this for ourselves. Um, if you look at all our log positions, I mean, some of us don't even stand a chance of, of, of actually getting promotion. That's not the point here. The point is, and I said it earlier, it's the principle that is wrong. Um, and you know the story. Safa um, sent a, um, a compliance officer to speak to us at the end of August to tell us to prepare and get ready for a resumption of football training 1st of September, start of the league 1st of October and finish by the end of October. Um, we never heard from them again until the 5th of October to say that the log leaders are now going to playoffs. Now, in that time, between the end of August until the 5th of October, we have on numerous occasions asked them what the mandate was, and every time it was sent back to a meeting on the 7th of September, and then it kept on going forward and backwards. But coming back to our case, um, you know, we, we were not interested in our own gain. And if you, if you, if you look at the arbitration decision mm. telling us that we should have joined the, the log leaders as part of our, of, of our, of our dispute, um, it doesn't make normal sense. Because those guys were actually the guys, and, 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 and I wish them the best of luck, but, and we were nothing against them. The, pro- the problem is, how do, you, how do you even begin to make that as a ruling? One. Then, obviously, um, you know, the clubs that couldn't across the nation be part of this, and, and I'm speaking for all the clubs, all 144 clubs in the ABC Mutsepe League. And by the way, next year it will be 160 clubs because... The third division or the Castle League will be allowed to send two teams into our uh, uh, leagues uh, per, per, per province. And, and it's going to be even so much harder in 2021 to, to compete, the traveling, the monies that we don't get paid. All of those things are going to become a factor. And you know what? We're speaking for, for, for local football. We, we are deemed the amateur league, yet we need to run it professionally. Yet you can buy a, a Mitsepi franchise, which makes it, uh, we, we're not even sure if it's professional or, or non-professional. But uh, let me tell you something, this lease get run out of our pockets, hard-earned money that we sacrifice for, for this game. Do you accept, though, culpability? Sean, just on the one issue that I ex- ex- extended on myself uh, with the advocate regarding uh, the 20 days later when, you know, you made the appeal collectively that it should have been done earlier if you're following the laws or the rules to the T. 
do you find that you would have been at fault? Do you accept that or not? We would have accepted the, 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 the point if they had sent us documentation that we requested three days or two days after they made that ruling. We requested the NEC's minutes of their meetings, the attendance register, to find out if they had a quorum. We received it. I'm not even sure if it was an hour before yesterday's arbitration. So, so you know, how do we make an informed decision based on documents that they haven't sent us? And they kept referring to a clause that was completely absurd and that was not answering our question. Give us the documents so we can make an informed decision. Yet they penalized us on that very decision. So inconsistency is not the question here. It's the principle, Robert. And the principle in this instance was wrong. And we contested the principle of these decisions. Now, we don't have a problem if, if, if we were all collectively part and parcel of making the decision to send the log leaders to, to, to playoffs. It would have been one thing. But I can tell you in the Western Cape, where we had between 11 and 13, maybe yeah, 13 games to go, 99% of the club, the decision was to have the league declared null and void and everything declared just null and void. Simple as that. But so tell me, what, what, what's going to be your next step now? I, I need to start uh, rounding up this conversation here. What's going to be your next step given the outcome that happened today? Well, Robert, we're going to obviously have a debriefing session and we're going to discuss the principles in fact, exactly that, the principles of the, of the decision made and we're going to take it from there. And we've got no choice but to, 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 to deliberate, to have a look, to see what we can do, exercise our rights and take it further. But we can't leave it there because we're speaking for the nation and the football of all the local footballing fraternities in this country. And that is the point, man. We're speaking for football. And yes, the bricks are going to come down on us. us eight. I can tell you that it is going to. But we are going to get our voices heard and let people understand that the principles that they're using are wrong and they need to clean it up very quickly because their football is going to be at question here. Thanks, Advocate Matlante, let me just before you disappear, Sean, stay listening. Um, Advocate Matlante, your response to both Sean and some of the voice notes that come through as we wrap it up. Look, uh, Rob, I'll emphasize again the decision you take will not be supported. If we would have gone the way Sean is saying the Western Cape wanted, yes, it shows that there was consultation. I'm happy that Sean is honest to say we wanted null and void because all, all the time they've been dodging to tell you that. But mm. if you were to declare a league null and void when it has played more than sixty percent, what what are we going to say? What are we saying about the investment they keep on hammering on, Rob? And I said again, and I'm happy that Sean says we're gonna do the brief, and if there are other legal uh, things to do, we will take those legal avenues. For for the listener who says no, the decision affects everyone. The decision was taken by the competitions committee and the national executive committee has put into consideration that that there are people who have invested. When you call a league null and void, do you want to deny these poor souls who played their heart out thinking that they will turn professional? It's not a new thing that only nine teams would be at the playoffs, not all of the teams. 
And nobody had planned for COVID. Should we let then the effects of COVID uh, rob, rob mm. these kids a chance to be a breadwinner for their families? No, we rather do queue instead of closing the doors for everyone and declaring it null and void. And you see, as far as I said, I was not part of the decision. The decision is taken by the policymakers. But the reasons which were conversed, I understood them to say we are at least salvaging because even these playoffs, their players will do their best and they may be spotted and they may be playing for these teams which they are competing against. So I think we need to also balance the effects of this decision and the effects of null and void. But I'm happy Sean knows we speak most of the time and he is right to say Western Cape wanted null and void. And I want other provinces, Rob, to also tell you what they suggested. The letters which they were sent in Eastern Cape, how many teams? Because, Rob, we must not look at this thing also only on the top level. The effect of COVID has indeed affected clubs. There are clubs which were saying we no longer have players. Then what do you do? Do you go and play there and have uh, a people expelled because they failed to honor this and uh, say because of COVID you are going to lose your investment? It was a tough decision. And tough decisions have to be taken, and I salute the leadership for having taken this tough decision. It is tough, it has its own challenges, but it is a decision which was taken having considered all aspects. Unfortunately, some of the people here, we become emotional, and I'm from school of thought that if we all become emotional, we will not get a solution. The reality is there were a lot of factors which need to be considered, and the COVID has never been here before. We are all learning from this. On the question of consistency, of course, the competition committee must, will issue a circular which speaks to what needs to happen down there because uh, Rob is not 100% true to say some of these are doing this, but uh, as long as the decisions are taken in line with rules and regulations. Yes, you can uh, label that when you are not happy, of course, you will then say every system has not worked, but how did we then come to a situation where people have played 26 games? And again, I would like to thank uh, Sean for his honesty. And Rob, like I said, people in this country have their rights. After sitting together, they feel that there is another avenue. Who am I to say what? We only have a neutral uh, judicial system to speak to just, just a quick one, if I can sneak it in while talking about honesty um, between the two gentlemen that I'm chatting to right now. He, he did make uh, us aware on the issue of the appeal uh, where you said that they appealed 20 days later. Uh, he says that they had requested certain information from yourselves, uh, which unfortunately was not forthcoming up until just before the hearing. Look, I said to you. I wrote, I know we missed a, a chunk of what you said because of a poor connection there uh, with your line. But let me thank both of you, gentlemen. Uh, let's see what the next step is going to be. As Sean said, that they are going to be convening and going through all that is in front of them. Sean, thank you so much for your time. Sean Peterson, ICAPA Sporting Chairman and also SAFA CEO Advocate, Tebokom Atlante. Gentlemen, both of you, thank you very much indeed. Thanks a lot.